0: Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 19, and we pray our way through four different subjects. We'll do some worship, Psalm number 16, we'll hit a personal prayer, and then a prayer for our culture. So let's start and open up by worshiping God for his graciousness. That's what we've been focusing on all week, his grace that he gives us as part of his nature, that he is full of grace. We are in Psalm 16.5 today and Exodus 34 6. Psalm 16.5 says, Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. Exodus 34:6 is the story of God passing by Moses. It says the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Lord, I need some extra help today, an extra measure of your spirit controlling my my words and my thoughts and my heart. I know that no tech issues, no, no being late, no feeling hurried changes the fact that you can do whatever you want with this broadcast. So I ask you to get it to the people who need to hear it. Get it to the people who you want to pray with us, whose words and hearts need to be joined to us in prayer today. Get it to people who you want to encourage with the prayers. Get it to people who you want it to be heard by. (laughs) Just do whatever you want with it, Lord. i'm going to be fine with that that's totally fine whatever you have planned for today's broadcast that's exactly what i want however it goes however it feels whatever it is is up to you lord you are gracious righteous and merciful the psalm says and i honor you for that today when you went in front of moses the things that you told him like if i was going to introduce myself what you told him included the fact that you are merciful and gracious and slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. You introduce yourself as gracious, as one who is full of grace, and tell us that you are merciful so that grace will be applied to us. You tell us that you are slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness, and I'm so grateful that that is who you are today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to be in Psalm 16 today, and this begins like a lament, but continues like a psalm of confidence. So it starts out with this, with a problem, but continues like a psalm of confidence. And most laments have a a bit of confidence at the end. This one has a bit more. This was written by David. So the title is Confidence in the Lord, a Mictim of David. It says, protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord, and I have nothing good besides you. As for the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones. All my delight is in them. The sorrows of those who take another God for themselves will multiply, and I will not pour out their drink offerings of blood, and I will not speak their names with my lips. Lord, you promise to protect us. You protected David, and we claim that for ourselves as well. We choose to take refuge in you when all else is falling apart, and when all else is perfectly going well, our refuge is you. We take our refuge in you. We say to you that you are my Lord. I have nothing good beside you. And our human nature kind of riles up at that because we want to feel like we do good, have good, are good but we have nothing good besides you. Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. Father, I can use those exact words of David's. You are my portion. I choose you. You are my cup of blessing. You hold my future. I can be confident because you hold it. I can be patient, I can be strong, I can be unafraid, I can be fearless, because you hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. We do, Jesus, you are our inheritance, and that is beautiful. You are beautiful. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body Also, rest securely, for you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful ones to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. Lord, all the things that David has said in this psalm create a glad heart in us. Our whole being rejoices. Our body can rest securely. I just said it a moment ago that I can be at rest because you hold my future. And therefore, my heart is glad for you will not abandon us to death. You will not allow your people to see decay. You are the one who reveals the path of life to me. And in your presence is abundant joy. I might find joy in all kinds of other places, but abundant joy, true joy is found in your presence. Lord, let me hunger and thirst and be dissatisfied with anything less than your presence and let us find eternal pleasures at your right hand in Jesus name amen this week for ourselves we're praying against pride and if nothing else the tech issues are certainly making me less prideful about what's going on with this show right we have two scriptures that we'll be in today daniel 5:20 and james 4:6 daniel 5:20 is in the bible after The story that we talked about yesterday, the story of King Nebuchadnezzar on his rooftop being prideful and being judged by God and losing his sanity for seven times. This is talking about that incident. But when his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened so that he dealt proudly, he was brought down from his kingly throne and his glory was taken from him. James 4, 6 says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So let's pray. Father, you have the power to humble any of us. And if we are hardened in our pride, you will do that. And I don't want that to happen. I think I prayed that yesterday, that I want to learn the easy way. And maybe that's looking for the easy way out. But I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste my time with you having to discipline me. So root out the, the, the hardness of heart, the pride in my life right now, so that I don't have to waste time and discipline. Lord, I, I don't want to go that route. I want to be on your path. You show us the path of righteousness. Let me walk in it. You give grace, more grace. You oppose the proud, but give grace to the humble. Lord, let my heart be one of humbleness, humility. Let me walk my steps, my path, my life in humility and not in pride. I do not want you to oppose me. I do not want to be in a position of opposition to you. Instead, I want to be in a submitted, humble heart. In Jesus name, amen. Last step, y'all. We're praying for our culture right now. And we've been praying for wisdom this week in the whole culture, but especially in the arena of racial restoration. So this scripture is Matthew seven twenty four. And it says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So let's pray that in this situation. Lord, we want to be people who hear and then build on the foundation of Jesus. That is where a wise man builds. We want to build on a foundation of Christ, on a foundation of scripture, on a foundation of your character and our relationship with you. The wise man builds his house on the rock of Jesus. Lord, let that be where our foundation lies in all of our conversations or thoughts or interactions or decisions or discussions about race on the rock of Jesus. Like that whole, what would Jesus do? We might want to open our mouths and say that to ourselves. What would Jesus do in this situation? Because he went out of his way to stop and talk to a woman at a well who was hated by his people. And even if her race or ethnicity or culture hadn't made her hated, she had been married five times. She was on her sixth, seventh man. She's sixth, sixth man. She was on her sixth man. Jesus was number seven. She was on our sixth man and in the eyes of a devout Jew a rabbi that would have been enough but he stopped and he gave her words he told her things that were precious beyond belief Lord let us build our hearts our lives on that rock when it comes to dealing with the issue of race that we go out of our way in our lives to lift up the oppressed we go out of our way in our lives to speak truth to speak love lord i don't know what this means for our culture i don't know i don't know the answers of what policy should be like or what what needs to be torn apart and rebuilt or what needs to be fixed or what needs i, I don't know i am sure that you do i'm sure that you know the steps that we as a as a nation should take i'm sure that you know the steps that we as individuals who are praying this should take I ask that you would communicate that with us, for each one of us, as we are out in the world, walking around, talking, dealing with people and situations, I pray that you would guide us, pray that you would put a fence around us, that we would be walking in the way of Jesus, and that we would not step onto the path of our own understanding and our own response, but that we would always be looking to you first, always be looking to build that foundation from Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. My heart is that as we pray these scriptures together, that we all grow in our prayer lives, but that we also, that God will use this time to direct your heart as he uses it to direct my heart. I know that he will answer these prayers in a mighty way. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gives us these words that we speak each day. In Jesus' name, amen.